You're against you. I'm not against myself. Don't you have I'm not against myself. Against I am here to introduce the Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasionally weekly podcast where two lifelong friends plus Josh Osborne. <laughs> oh no, Josh is a lifelong <laughs> totally friend. Totally fucking with you. Aww. Three lifelong friends correspond to video games from the comfort of their own home. I'm holding the part of a special guest, Josh Osborne, and our regular. Chad, Chad Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, loop there. Where'd I go? I was like holding my hand Where'd up, being like, "And Chad, you can do that's your cue. Go, go. go. Say your, your Honey, name. we're so proud of you. Just name. say something. Jesus Christ, will you fucking say the name? <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back. Uh, tonight on Smooth Jazz, we're gonna be talking about more jazz, still just as smooth. I I think I'm on the wrong pike podcast. I don't know anything about jazz. Josh Osborne, jazz You said you were a famous jazz musician related to Miles Davis. Yes, we're nailing this one. Nailing the intro (laughs) to this. I'm not even in the right folder of my notes. How do we start the show? What are we playing? That's what we start the show with. What are we playing? Holden, because I think your answer is going to be very not similar. And by that I mean dissimilar. And what's the question? To mine. Go for it. What are you playing this week? This week, I actually have not been playing that much this week. Like, three is the occasional basis, like, but... <laughs> what? Sorry, I just thought of something else funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I have not been playing that much. I've been playing the, the Zelda DLC occasionally, but even that, I'm not that far in it. Because it's not even, fun? No, I haven't even made it to Kakariko Village. Hi. Uh, okay. I met you once, right? You yes. did met him. I yes. Thought so. I thought so. Chad's roommate just walked in That's the room. Jessica. And now Renee, she's like, oh shit, Neil. the recording, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't played hi. that much video games. It's kind of a shame. I should have been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which I know you guys would be very upset that I have not put that much time into that game. I No, I've just given up on liking you. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. Uh, is that all? Yeah, that's all I've been that's playing. All you've yeah. been doing, Josh. You've been nice. playing any video games? I'm gonna guess Overwatch because yes. you like Overwatch. Overwatch, uh, which introduces new hero this week. What about I'm under? About. What's the opposite of a watch? Under, under... Fitbit. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm done thinking about that. <laughs> Good. Uh, introduce new hero, Doomfist, which I'm super excited yeah, 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 for. Yeah, yeah. Since they've been teasing him from the game's inception, uh, I've gotten back into XCOM 2 this week. I do want to play that. It's absolutely phenomenal um i started just because the uh the expansion comes out next month Mm -hmm. and i was like i want to get through and do another campaign of like the standard like vanilla game what do you play what do you play on ps4 ps4 Mm -hmm. oh is that on ps4 Mm -hmm. i thought for some reason in my head that was pc same here Mm -hmm. i'm actually really excited i seriously might just go home and buy that tonight because i really wanted to play that game i'm really excited for the xcom expansion uh mario rabbit i was just gonna gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah josh saw the mario rabbit game like that is weak sauce (laughs) it's lame i think it looks really stupid (laughs) <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited um, for it. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> I that's probably because I love XCOM so much. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you just ripped off XCOM well, and made it easier and for babies. I'm just not a strategy <laughs> yeah. guy. Like, the, the oh, strategy games I'm not strategy into. Games. So Yeah, I've been playing, playing... I like that this is a baby version. I've been playing, not this week, just like in general, um, on my emulators, I'm playing uh, Advanced Wars. Oh, I, I've never played that, but I've heard very good things it's about it. It's very, very good, yeah. yeah. And XCOM seems like it's a 3D version of that with aliens and with mm-hmm. much more 
uh, intricacies yes, involved. Yes, definitely. And XCOM 2, so like XCOM Enemy Unknown came out on PS3 and PC. Yeah. I love the shit out of that game. And X2, X1, XCOM 2, excuse me, it makes everything way more complex, like there's more stuff to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those games that, it like, it's similar to like... A Dark Souls or something like that. It's a game that constantly punishes you, but you love it for that. It's like you will level up a soldier so high, and you're like, "This is my, like my go-to guy or whatever." You'll go into a thing or whatever, and they die. And oh, you're so like, turn it off. Yes. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, yeah. I, can, I turned that off when I played Fire Emblem. You can really turn it off. So this is like well, Fire Emblem for adults. Yeah, but you, Fire Emblem is a tough game. You can it turn can be. off. Um, so the Iron Man mode is like mm-hmm. the the intended way to play, which is like it constantly saves over itself. So mm-hmm. if you make a mistake, a soldier dies or whatever, they're gone. Um, but you can so like when I first play through, just to kind of get a sense of like the gameplay loop, um, I turn I play it without that on, um, just so I can get to the end and see like okay, so ideally I'm trying to make it to this thing or whatever. But then I go back and I. Then after that is Iron Man mode only. So mm-hmm. the if you have Iron Man mode turned off, it's not that there's no permadeath. It's that you can go back in yes. time. Okay. Yeah, so you and could reload save. your save oh, to, to the beginning of that mission or just before the mission's dealt out to you or whatever. Um, and the, the cool thing with XCOM 2 is they introduced... So in Enemy, Enemy Unknown, all the maps were the same. Um, so you kind of got used to the maps. You'd be like, okay, most likely enemies are going to be coming from over here, that kind of thing. In this one, all the maps are procedurally generated. Um, so it makes it unpredictable. You drop in, you're like, shit, I don't know what kind of enemies I'm going to be encountering, and I don't Mm -hmm. know where they're going to come from, Mm -hmm. um, which is really cool. It's a great game. Love it. Um, and part of the reason I started playing that again is I started playing Darkest Dungeon. Which is Ooh, another like yeah, strategy yeah, yeah. RPG. So it's a I heard of this game before. Dungeon crawler. Okay. Um, that's heavily inspired by like HP Lovecraft Ooh, stuff. Okay. Oh, you. I think you. I have think I this. might. Yeah, have you, we've talked it. about this at work before. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it, like the basic premise of like the story is, um, this guy owns this rich estate or whatever, and he hears about. Um, his house is built on top of this like portal and if he goes down to it or whatever he'll unlock all of these like crazy things and all that jazz so he like has people dig under his house to get to this portal Mm -hmm. and all these creatures come out so it's like you know sirens and like crazy tentacle monsters pig monsters like all this stuff. So it's a strategy dungeon crawler, essentially. Yes. Yep. yep. So you um, you open up the game or whatever and there's I think there's four dungeons initially you can choose from to go mm-hmm. into. Um, and the one unique thing about this, at least I've never seen this in another game, is as you go into the dungeons, the dungeons l- also level up. So, like... I, I like that, yeah. They, so you can go back somewhere else you've been before, mm-hmm. but there's it's not like you're just kind of blowing through it really easily. Exactly. That's smart. Yeah, gotcha. That's smart. Um, so, like, at first, it's, like, grunt enemies and stuff Dark like Souls that. Dark Souls would do that. And, um, That'd be great for Dark Souls if I Dark guess, Souls did that. In a sense, they kind of do. With, like, when you do New Game Plus, nah, but like you keep plussing it, they yeah. add more stuff. But like if you beat the boss of an area, enemies get harder or something like that. Like oh, that yeah. Cool. Hmm. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then it introduce, introduces, like, boss characters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And okay. then there's, like, different tiers of... Um, difficulty that you can pick within a dungeon mm-hmm. yep. and stuff. 
That's what system really is that on? Fun. PS4? It's on uh, PC. Well, not PC only, but I have it on my Mac. Okay, I've gotcha. I'm just playing okay. it on my yeah on my Mac every once in a so while. So non console, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, or no, no, no. I just lied to you. It is on PS4. You lied to me, I Josh. Did. I, played, I think it's played, also on Vita. I think I remember lied. playing it on Vita. That's definitely like I not PC only then. Think, <laughs> yes, I think it's, I think okay. it is on Vita. Yeah, it is not PC That's only. I just lied to everyone. That sounds like a good game to play on Vita, actually. I think. All right, everyone. That was it for Josh's. We're gonna kick him out now. <laughs> um, I've been trying to find good strategy games because I always enjoy them, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're either far too difficult uh-huh. or like there's just way too many moving parts. Like mm-hmm. Civilization, like I really want to get Civilization, oh, but it's, it's there's, so good. There's so much to mm-hmm. learn. Like uh, my friend uh, Jeremy, he was showing me uh, uh, Civilization. He just kept getting impatient because I'm like, oh, I have to move these guys. Like just just hit the next button, dude. I'm like, I know, but I want to know. So he just keep going. I'll tell you how we go along. I'm like I know, but I need to learn the system. He goes, no, you don't. It'll matter in the future. I'm like, no, let me learn the system right now. He get me super impatient. So I could, I don't know, just like bottlenecked me from wanting to progress further in that because there's so much and it wasn't being explained to me very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, like Jeremy. A bad friend. <laughs> He's a good. He, his intentions were very good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. He wanted me to see how awesome the end of a game of Civilization was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. It's another one too that like punishes you. Like mm-hmm. they have a uh, a system. It's a like a stress meter that you see it build or whatever. Okay. And like as you go, so not your own stress. The game has yes. Its own the game as well. your characters in the game also get stressed out. Um, and then when their stress meter, if it gets full, so like there are enemies that solely like they cast spells or they'll like do mm-hmm. something that causes your characters to get stressed out. Yeah. Or um. And once that bar gets filled, their resolve is t- tested, mm-hmm. is what they call it. And that can either result in them acquiring some, like, super, like, positive perk for the rest of that dungeon. That's, mm-hmm. like, amazing, like, awesome. Like, they buff all the characters or whatever. Or it's a super negative one. And, like, they can commit suicide. Mm-hmm. They can start hurting your other characters in your party. And you can't just get rid of them. Like, they're there. Um, and so it's, like, a really tough deal. But as you keep doing stuff mm-hmm. all of the characters that you have uh acquire quirks both negative and positive yeah so like positive ones are like um they deal more damage to these types of characters or mm-hmm. they acquire less stress in this particular dungeon that kind of thing or negative ones are how like, do they teach that to you though because that's kind of where to make a break it is mm-hmm. or make a break for a strategy game for me is mm-hmm. do they just kind of throw you in in, in a scenario and just say figure it out or is it like Hey, this one scenario, try this out because this is like they kind of set it up for you to try certain yeah, things. Yeah, so like okay. when you first start it up, it's you don't like start on the estate and mm-hmm. that and everything. You like start out, it's like the first batch of heroes you get are on the road to the estate, and it's like, oh, like we can't get to it because there are these things. And mm-hmm. so that's like your quote unquote first dungeon. Okay. And then it yeah. explains to you how all like the little systems work and yeah. all that jazz. But like some of the quirks that, you, that the characters can get are like, um, they can be a kleptomaniac, and the you acquire like you go up and you see loot, and they they're like, oh my god, I want that. They open it up, they take the loot for themselves, and you can't use it on your the rest of your party or whatever. Or like when you go back to the estate, um, there's like resources to build up like your blacksmith and mm-hmm. your sanatorium and the uh, little church and stuff like that. Um, and you can't use those items in there because that character stole them Mm -hmm. or like they get afraid of certain things or whatever it's really really cool it's a lot of fun i remember uh, correct me if i'm wrong but like 
each character, when you come back afterwards, like, you can have them recover in a different yes. way. Like, one person can mm-hmm. go to the brothel to recover, and mm-hmm. one person can go to the church to recover. Yep. And, like, depending <laughs> yep. on what they do, it has different effects mm-hmm. on them and their personality. Yep. And then, like, some of their quirks, too, it'll be like, this character will only gamble. That's it. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. that's locked out, they stay at that same stress level or whatever. I really want there to be more say, strategy games on like iPad or mobile devices. Yeah. I think those devices yeah. lend themselves very well to that style, mm-hmm. but it's when it comes out it's always some super watered down version. Yeah, it's yeah. Like Civilization uh, Revolution 2 came out on the iPad and I'm like, "Oh cool, like this is kind of what we're waiting for." I downloaded it. I'm like, "This is lame. It's yeah. like the cartoon it's like the cartoon version of a civilization mm-hmm. game. It, it lacks a lot of the intricacy. The depth's not there, which yeah. might be a good way to kind of get into the series. Mm-hmm. But I really want there to be like a full like strategy game mm-hmm. designed for iPad because I think Touch yeah. is perfect for it. Yeah. Even at XCOM, like you know, sliding your soldiers around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like PC works well because you have the mouse and the keyboard. But mm-hmm. I think with multi-touch and things like that, you can do some really interesting things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. There was one strategy game that had like an interesting uh, spin on the tower defense idea it was called an uh, anomaly you guys have probably played anomaly before no no i don't think so no. and uh, so anomaly is a tower defense game but you are the people running through the field of the towers oh that's cool so you have to like figure out okay what troops can i put in here they're going to help me get through this alien planet and you're just going through their cities basically okay so you like drop the units in and then you become those units it's you're, it's like so think of a tower defense game right right normally you're putting towers down to stop this like wave of enemies coming uh-huh. through in this game, you set up the wave that moves through. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's like, not. Like, it's the, the inverse. It's the opposite it's the, of a tower defense game. Yeah, but yeah, it, I see what you're saying. It's actually tower really offense. Tower okay. offense. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really good explanation. It is a tower <laughs> offense game. It's very very fun, but again, it's kind of like it looks gorgeous, even for like an iPad. Uh-huh. It looks really good. Yeah. I thought at least at the time. It's uh-huh. several years old now, but it still is like that watered down, like yeah. not quite there like do you know anything about i just looked in the app store and there's a version there's xcom enemy unknown available for 10 bucks yeah that's the the first okay i don't know if it's any good xcom i mean is it it like resident evil 4 bioshock was garbage yeah well also let's talk about resident evil 4 on mobile and how that was literally mobile mm, really so it, it was absolutely was but it was like here's a little segment of the game that you can play through. It wasn't... Oh, it wasn't like the full game. It was not okay. the full oh, game okay. in any way, shape, or form. It was definitely not the full How game. Weird. Because I got very excited when I saw it. I'm like, I'm buying this. I bought it and so let down. <laughs> That's so weird. Um, it's like, it was like 10 Resident chapters. Resident Evil 4 Platinum Mobile Edition. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> it's there. It's not very good. How much does it cost? It's five, five bucks. Yeah, five bucks still. It was yeah. like ten bucks when I bought it, and oh, I regretted it then. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. I was. Pumped. I mean, I was what, how, when did it come out? You can see in the app store. When did that game come out? Uh, was it around the time uh, October tenth, two thousand eleven? Yeah. Oh, okay, so that was That's even after time. six years ago. Yeah. That was even after I think it probably came out on GameCube. Yeah. Think about it. that was iPhone four S. Oh, oh yeah, I'm God. sure it was a trash game. Yeah, just because of the. Processing power at that point was not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. You could probably funny. run Resident Evil 4 on a mobile device. Control wise, wouldn't work, but like you probably run that game now yeah. on a mobile device. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like the full game. Yeah. Um, Minus control yeah. input again. Yeah. That wouldn't work. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then actually today, uh, so my group of friends that I play Overwatch with, <clears throat> we've discovered one of our other friends has never ever ever in his life has never seen has never played a Metal Gear Solid game before. What? Never, ever. How have you never seen a Metal Gear like, Solid he, game before? He knows stuff about it. Oh my god! But gosh. like 
like he knows about like Solid Snake, mm-hmm. and he knows like there's a character called Big Boss, like that kind of stuff. Yep. But he doesn't know like you know all the crazy intricacies of you know Sniper Wolf and Fortune and yeah. you know all the the crazy Revolver also lot stuff. Um, and so I have had this hankering to replay through the series again. And today, uh, the other, the, so the three of us that have played through every Metal Gear Solid game today, we started mm-hmm. playing through Metal Gear Solid five again. God damn. I love that game. That game is so it's good. So fucking good. So good. I have it. I played the first few missions <clears throat> and I want to go back into it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything good about that or later. bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. The backlog. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into um, that. Yeah, that game is amazing. That progress loop is phenomenal, and I want to kick the shit out of Konami for my, just. Yeah. I personally cannot wait for Metal Gear Solid Survive. Oh, Metal Gear Survive. It no. looks great. That's sarcasm. I don't. Uh, for those of you who are only knowing Holden for the last four months, <laughs> his sense of humor is not the greatest. <laughs> it's also very hard to tell when he's straight up lying to you, which I and he thinks a joke. it's a joke, and then you don't run with the punchline. It's punch so much and... fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> the only time, the only time I'll get that game, if I ever get that game, is if it's on sale for like ten bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. The reason being is that Fox engine is so it's so gorgeous. Amazing what they can do with that engine and the gameplay of 5 is yeah. absolutely But phenomenal. this isn't supposed to be the gameplay of 5. It's supposed to it's be It's the same gameplay. It, it is. Oh, really? Same yeah. engine, so yeah. same, same engine, same gameplay so it's, and everything. It's going to be like an open They've just, like, yeah. environment no. like there, there is a tactical espionage. Oh, that's right. There is a single yeah. player. So it's still the tactical, tactical espionage, but there's zombies kind involved? Of. Kind Yeah, so... So my, you're trying to, is, like, avoid zombies? So they just, like, write bad AI in the game. They're like, fuck you, we'll just call them zombies. <laughs> so the last thing that I've heard about the game, it was, like, it wasn't even at... Or maybe it was, it was at E3. I don't remember. Anyway, is... So the, the way the, the loop works in this one is you, like, go out into the open world. It's the same mm-hmm. Afghanistan map from 5. Yeah. I don't know if they have the Africa map in that one, too, um, or not. Hey, you know what would be cool is if they had the Zanzibar map that was intended to be made for five uh, with the third area that never got made. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you can totally tell when you get to the quote-unquote end of that game. Yeah. So mad about What do you mean by quote-unquote end of that game? I mean, the game does it not end? Ends. It just, yeah, oh, there's, you can tell there's, there's an entire third act. Thread. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole third act that was supposed to be done oh, really? that never was made because Konami is stupid. Because um, it was supposed to go to a whole new area, and it was going to lead into everything that goes into Metal Gear so One. It'd be kind of like saying, like Breath of the Wild example, like go to Ganon's castle, and then like you get like everything, and then you, there's no Ganon's castle yes. you kind of go to. And <laughs> no, then we talked about it, yeah. Yeah. like a lot, kind of thing. Okay, yes, yeah. uh, and it's a huge like plot thing, and you get That's like, and it gets you so excited for that. Because I, I was like, oh my god, like I, I can't tell you who does the thing because it'll spoil so much about that game. But it's, you're like, oh my god, I'm going to go do this Did thing. Did Damon Lindelof write this game? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Sidhu Kojima, actually. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's another moment where I'm, I'm feeding joking. into yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> See, everyone gets confused by me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, that game is a... Mm, it's so fucking good, and it's my favorite video game series of all time. I will always be my favorite video game series. I think I have very limited experience it. with Metal Gear Solid, but it's a franchise I've kind of always really wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to talk about that in my like backlog. That might be one of my big backlog games. Yeah, now that we're talking about it. That's kind of hit me like, ooh, I should play that. Yeah, yeah, totes, yeah. totes. 
Let's talk about that in our interrogatives. At the coming up next. Answer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have a lot of other shit to cover. Oh yeah. So let's get into the news. Wait, oh, guys, guys Chad was playing a lot of stuff this week. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. Right. This is this is I've done like so much very, playing. This oh is a big God. week for me. This is a big week in gaming for general play... then because this is I think the longest we've spent on like a I know an right? opening. This is awesome. This is great. I have I nothing played. to offer, so I thought this was going to make a really short, like, one. I played nothing. Oh, you guys played games this week? <laughs> <laughs> Video game podcast. We don't. We didn't play anything this week, so... Uh... I played a mobile puzzle game. <laughs> Threes. Um, so I've been playing Tomb Raider for the last two mm-hmm. weeks, and I finally beat that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very impressed with it. Yeah, it's very Josh, good. I know you like it a lot. Yep. It, is, it is so... Uncharted in some of its set pieces and the cinematic mm-hmm. nature of it, but it does have like these little areas that are you could waste easy five mm-hmm. ten hours in each area. Yep. And I I got that in the very first area I went into like that. I was like, oh, I could very easily waste the rest of my game in this area mm-hmm. and not actually get through the story. So after that yep. first area, I'm like, I appreciate that these are here, but I'm just gonna mainline the, mainline yep. the entire primary storyline, and then mm-hmm. maybe one day I'll come back to that. Uh, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. My one gripe with it is I I already can't tell you what the game's about. I can tell you what it's about. That's very Uncharted, then. It's like <laughs> the opposite of Uncharted. Yeah, well, I, like, I know, okay, so she's on. I can on, tell you the plot details of Uncharted for eternal life and, and there's this bad lady. They're, uh, they're, yeah, they're looking for eternal life and there's this bad lady and there's this this weird world that they end up in in the end. <laughs> But it's okay. like, I don't care about Wait, the so characters Wait, is this the plot of okay. a video game in general? <laughs> so, I will say, not defending the plot, because the plot is very... It's not bad, it's just decent. It's it's like yeah. your standard adventure game, or adventure movie game uh, mm-hmm. thing. So, right. the opening is Laura Croft is going through her dad's like research or whatever, mm-hmm. and he killed himself over not being able to find um, the Fountain of Youth. He was like, I know it exists. He I killed know himself over not being hold able to on, hold on. You're like, no. keep looking, man. Just <laughs> give me a second. Okay, so, because you find out more stuff down okay. the line. I can't obviously spoil it, uh, but you find out stuff that's, yeah. there's something else going on. Anyway, okay. uh, so he gets humiliated by the whole, like, archaeological community once this revered um, doctor and everything. Uh, ends up committing suicide. Is he the villain from Up? And yes. <laughs> um, so Lara decides. Okay, I'm gonna clear my father's name. I'm gonna go um, figure out what the hell is going on uh, with this whole deal. Um, and as she's doing this, she discovers that there's this group called Trinity. That's like a super ultra religious uh, group mm-hmm. that's also looking for this Fountain of Youth. Um, in order to like monetize it, in order to use it on their soldiers, so they yeah. can spread their like religious, their super like Christian like thing throughout the whole world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start out in Syria, right? Starts in Syria, yeah. and then you go to Siberia. Siberia, that's right. <laughs> yes, Syria yep. to Siberia. Yes, um, and it's just you fighting off these people. Um, to get to this thing, eventually you meet the natives of the land, and they're like, oh, we're the safeguard protectors of this thing, we've been here forever, yeah. uh, you know, that kind of thing. So very, like, standard plot, nothing really crazy happens, even, like, the first little twist in the beginning, where, was her name, Anna? Uh, I think is her name. I don't know. I mean, Anna the, like, honestly, is the her characters, brother. yeah, Con- Constantine, I remember mm-hmm. that, is is a baddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think um, it's Anna is the one who has she has like lung cancer or something that like that. Sounds right. Um, but there's just not a lot of character development. Yes. In it. Yeah. That's like, and the reason that it, it's somewhat of a letdown, I guess, similar to like Metal Gear Solid Five, um, although it's not the game itself problem in terms of M- uh, Metal Gear Solid is more on this uh, Konami, but it's the first game. The Tomb Raider reboot, like so much character development, like a lot of really cool shit happens or whatever. And then this one, it's like there's not a lot more that pushes right. that further. So I played the first one, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to hear how this differs from a gameplay perspective because I didn't care for the gameplay that much. Okay. I felt like there was a lot, and maybe I just wasn't playing it right, which is totally possible, but I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on long range combat. But when enemies came close to me, I felt like that was always the easier way to take them down. You felt like that was easier? Yes. Oh. This, like, if you can... There are points where I got to, like, with my bow, I could upgrade it to, like, I just zoom in and boom, it marks people instant headshots. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. they never got close to me at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's the way they kind of want you to play the game. Because there mm-hmm. is not... I mean, there's kind of a melee thing with your axe, but it's not real. Yeah, where it's like you dodge well, it. Well, it's kind of like in Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn, if we're going to go to that for a second. Like, yeah. you're, it's all long range, like bow, but you kind of have one move in case right. mm-hmm. yeah. you get close. But I kept doing that one move over and over again. I'm like, this is super lame. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I just obviously wasn't uh, playing it right. And yeah. I don't know. So, is, how does this differ from that? Because, like, are the it doesn't really gameplay is okay. still very similar. Yeah. I mean, you okay. ha- you have the same trope of shoot the rope at the rope things, pull that down. Okay. You can uh, your bow. You're very reliant upon it. There are a lot of guns you can unlock by like doing side quests and things like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I felt like they were all so either they didn't differ enough to yeah. matter that I didn't want to go after them yeah. or I didn't use the guns at all because I unlocked early enough the instant kill, instant headshots with my bow that that's literally yeah. all I used. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of stuff is there if you want it, mm-hmm. but I felt like they were all just too similar to matter. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's still it's very similar gameplay to the first one. Yeah. yeah. It's just there's a lot more. There's just a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the and skill tree is a lot like super expanded. Yeah. Like the crafting system is expanded. So there's like a cool thing too where there's like bottles and stuff in the environment and you mm-hmm. grab it and you make a Molotov cocktail and you can throw that kind okay. of thing. The things that I think are highly upgraded are the tombs in this yes, one. Yes, 100%. The tombs there are so there nine are, there big are ones, tombs and there are some yes. genuinely tricky mm-hmm. like I spent like a good five minutes like what the fuck do I do yeah. here there were a couple times where I felt really dumb yeah <laughs> like, there, there are some really clever puzzles yeah in as opposed tombs. to the first game where there really weren't yeah and the, and the and the tombs yeah. were like a tiny baby room and that's it and yeah. this is nine kind of pretty big areas that's more dungeons than Zelda <laughs> it does any amount of dungeons is more dungeons than Zelda <laughs> so Basically what I'm getting is, if you liked the first one, it's more of that, and you're yes. going to continue to like it. But yeah. if you didn't like the original one, there's really not a reason to go do yeah. this. Yeah. I, I think what I want, based on... Did you see the little stinger at the end? The like post credit scene? Yes. Spoilers. Okay. I'm not spoiling anything. I, what I want it to the next one to be, because clearly they're making a new one. Yeah. Um, I want it to be a globetrotting adventure yeah. similar to like an uncharted 4 where it's yeah. like you know you're in madagascar and then you're in another place you know or yeah. if it's if it's not like that kind of more linear experience yeah. if it's like there are these several different countries or whatever and you're going back and forth between them kind of thing or yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. that's what i want uh, but they could uh, of course do something different that i would probably also love 
Yeah. You brought up Uncharted 4, which I think is obviously the the parallel to this yes, game. 100%. They borrow so much from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I wanted anything, of course, yeah, I'd love more diverse locations, but I, again, would just want more character development. Like, yes. I, there are so many times where a character in this one, you'd get, oh, no, this person is dead, and like, oh, was I supposed to care for that person? Did they have a relationship? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember at all from the mm-hmm. first one. Uh, so I would love... it. Versus Uncharted Four, we're like I literally could watch Nate and Elena sit on the couch, and you do, and yeah. you just watch you them drink a beer a and play where you video literally game. play video games with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I could do this for a hundred years. And yes, yes, be yes, totally yes, into yes. these two characters. One hundred percent. I still won't forget. In the, I played the first two Uncharted games. And I skipped the third one because I wasn't really that into the. <sighs> the that was, and it's know, only right? because I, I played them so late. Marlo like, is one I, of my favorite villains. Marlo is pretty great. The stories, the stories were cool and fun, but it was just like. That gameplay was so in to the time, and That's, so okay. many years yeah. afterwards, especially when you kind of see what Uncharted Four can do, and you're playing Uncharted Two, going, "Yeah, this is I may mean, get it." Yeah, but like playing, un- I really just wanted to play Uncharted Four. Yeah, as somebody who like so, I played through Four and yeah. then went back to the original trilogy, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, it's a yeah. big step back." Yeah, yeah. My, especially Uncharted One. Yeah. My point is that like I didn't really have a big care for those characters at that point because I was just kind of just trying to blow through those games to yeah. get to the fourth one. But in the fourth one, I remember when Elena, like, almost dies, and you think yes. she's dead, and, and I literally went, oh my god, Elena! Like, I just shouted it out, <laughs> like, and I'm like, wait a second, I cared about that character? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yep. I almost, like, started crying at that moment, because oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought she was dead. Oh, Absolutely. there were a couple yeah. times in that I game like, that I cried. <gasps> I'm a baby, so what? Oh, yeah. at the end, I started yeah. bawling my eyes out, and that was the ship's falling apart and everything. I was like, oh my god. It's funny, the two best stories in the video game are... Number one, Last of Us. Number yes. two, Uncharted 4. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dog, I, I would put yeah. Metal Gear up there as well. Probably as mm-hmm. number three. Yeah. Uh, man, it's so good. Video games yeah. are great, you guys. Yeah. Uh, something else. I started and beat Wolfenstein New Order which is also within great. like 36 hours of starting it. Wow. Which, which okay. is crazy for me. Yeah. Two days off in a row. It's a relatively <laughs> short game. Yeah. How it long was, was it? It was maybe like 10, 12 hours. Oh, yeah. too bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Um, That's a pretty average. Which, uh, which timeline did you do? I did Wyatt timeline. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize that it would have any effect. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I knew that character would be in the rest yeah. of the game. There's different like NPCs that yeah, you I didn't encounter, like that. in your group and stuff. Based different on which... skills that you get yep. as well, like mm-hmm. lock picking versus keypad hacking. And I didn't realize that until like almost at the end of the game. I was like, oh, Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Now it makes me think in Wolfenstein Two. Do they pick a timeline? Does your, yours carry over? I think yeah. they said they chose one, didn't they? I don't. I don't know. I've heard. I've heard differing things on this. I've heard that you can import your like deal or whatever, and yeah. it just continues with the timeline that you've had. Um, I've heard that when you start it up, you just pick a timeline. Like you can do the sure. um, was like it the Mass Finn Effect Two kind of yeah. comic intro for PlayStation or, or like yeah. Wyatt's timeline. Um, and I've also heard they just picked one and. So, but the, I think see, they the just thing picked is, the Wyatt timeline. I don't know why that's in my head. See, the thing is, is in the trailer they show stuff from both timelines, though. Oh, okay. They show Wyatt is at the end, like tripping on LSD, and oh, yeah. they show um, what what the hell is his name? I'm forgetting it now. Flynn, Finn, Finnegan. Uh, it was something, something weird. Like that is very so I'm, like, and an he was Irish dead the whole game to me, so British. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Or Flan, Flan, Flan real Flan, nice Flan. chat. Anyway, He's a human being. Uh, 
and there, there was points where they showed him being in it. Okay. So there has they to be flashbacks. Some... They could have been flashbacks, Josh. I, but I'm right. They were wrong. The sec- I'm smart. They're dumb. I'm big and little. There's nothing you can do about it. Why did I come here? Um, <laughs> Who gets the reference, by the way? You get yes, the Matilda. Matilda. Okay, okay. Yeah. Great. Duh. I just want to make sure. I don't know. You're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're not clever. You're not funny. Uh... But yeah, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, game. I enjoyed that game a lot. And uh, everyone says like, "Oh man, until you get to the title screen, it's gonna be a real drag." And then the rest of the game's awesome. Like, I enjoyed all of it. Yeah, even the beginning in mm-hmm. Castle Wolfenstein. Well, like, I played the opening Castle Wolfenstein part, and I remember kind of thinking, "Okay, this is fun, but it's a first-person shooter." But then the story is is what really yes. sells yeah, it afterwards. Yep. So I, I need it to get. Has... I'm past that now, so I need to start into the good part. Yeah, yeah. it has a very like. <sighs> It, it does not feel like a war game. Like, it has a very, like, almost heist-type feel yeah. to it. Like, the music, like, it has this music, and then it's showing, like, split-screen cuts of people doing things mm-hmm. and stuff. It has... It has a really like, good character to it. Yeah. Like, the game it, itself has a character. Yeah. Well, and I remember watching the Wolf of Tides 2 trailer being, is this the same game that I played? Because yeah. it mm-hmm. just seems so much more story-focused and kind of overtly weird. Yeah. Then the first two hours of that game yeah. would make mm-hmm. you believe. The fir- first hours of the first game. Yeah, once you get to the, like, resistance hub mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, that's where the game really takes off. Like, I like I was like you, Chad, I, I enjoyed the first little bit, but once you get into that underground, like, lair, and you mm-hmm. meet, um, is it Caroline and Max and, um, what's the ex-Nazis? Kraus? Max. Klaus? Max. Oh, uh... His Kraus like, caretaker. I think, Kraus. I think it's Kraus, yeah. Yeah, and then like, Max and all those guys, like, man, they are so cool and, and so interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think the villain for the second one is, I can't remember her name, but the one that her, she gets all disfigured and everything. Yeah. yeah. This game is gruesome is. at points. Oh, there are times when I was like, oh, God, I feel queasy. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's... It's That's a really, really good game. Because video games have always been about kind of showing you really disturbing <laughs> like, things. <laughs> yeah. In this one, it it the violence is very different. And yeah. it, especially when you you experience it up close like that. Mm-hmm. Like when that happens to her, with that when that machine grabs her, I was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. I've not seen that before. That's different. <laughs> and then and she I pops feel up weird. in front of the camera with oh all of her disfigurement god. on her face. And you're like, oh god. Yeah. Oh, look away. Oh, look away. Oh, man. So good. Oh, I want to play this. Now. It's, oh. yeah. it's a really good game. Yeah, it has really fun. Good writing. Okay. Good characters. I I really enjoy everyone who is in it, and I'm looking forward to the second one and like returning to all these guys. Mm-hmm. And I love that it looks like in the second one they kind of took that quirk and that character and just pumped it all the way up to eleven. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that coming out. What is that? October. October twenty seventh. God, the yeah. big month where oh, everything's that's right. coming out. October twenty seventh, where Mario, Assassin's Creed, and Wolf and Sentinel on the same day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So I played that. It was really exciting. Liked it's it a lot. Um, I played threes. You played threes. <laughs> uh, we also just played Playlink. Yes, we uh, did. Wait, that's the name of the service. What's the name of the game? That's, that's you. That's you. Yeah. So this is one of the, the games that they announced at the pre-show to eight PlayStation's E three conference, mm-hmm. and it's one of those new like social ones that you play with your phone. Uh, and that was surprisingly, it was, I, I enjoyed it. It no. was fun, but when it finished, I kind of thought to myself, I don't know how often I would actually play Oh, no, this. I don't think I'll ever play it again. Yeah. It, I feel like if the, so it's, it's a game where you're all on your smartphones, and they're, like, asking you, which one of the three of you would be most likely to rob a bank, or which one would stick their tongue out at a security yeah. camera? Yeah. Like, they're kind of baby, ca- baby questions yeah. a little bit. If they... 
if there's a company out there, or if Cards Against Humanity made I was just gonna, a version yeah. of like that'd be this could be a huge hit. Absolutely, you could get Jackbox I did. Party there pack. needs to be like a or super, Jackbox, <laughs> yeah, Jackbox Party Pack. You just go to the website well, and you do kind of the same thing. A lot but. of these games are designed for families. They need to make one that is designed for twenty somethings uh, who don't yes. mind really offensive, politically incorrect humor. Yeah, yeah. It needs mm-hmm. there needs to be something like that. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. definitely. A, I, a, as you said, Cards Against Humanity. Like, yeah. to, to the point where we like, oh, this person's here. Maybe we shouldn't play it. Yeah, like, I want it to be that like <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> to be. I do like it. the how. It used all of the features of your device. Like, we took a picture of somebody and then drew all over it. Okay, and... My, my yeah. favorite one, honestly, this is was, was the mimicking the face. Oh, they give you a face and oh, everyone yeah, has to I try to make that, that face. I don't know why. That was really fun. So I'm excited. I feel like this was kind of a, a tech demo of, hey, this is some stuff you could do with your phones. Developers, make something cool out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I still like the Jack... Is Jack, Jack Box. Jack Box. Party I was about to call it Jack in the Box. I'm like, that's not yeah. right. Jack yeah. in the Box. Ciabatta bun. Ciabatta. Yeah, I like it when we have a fast food restaurant in our PlayStation. It's really fun. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, the Jackbox games, I think, are really fun. I prefer mm-hmm. those, I would say, just yeah. because they're a little bit more... Uh, I'm not... Saying the term fun is not right, but, like, there's one called Fibbage mm-hmm. where... There's a trivia question, and rather than providing, providing the correct answer, everyone comes up with a bullshit answer, and that's among the options of the correct answer. And yeah. you have to trick people into choosing your answer. Yeah. And, like, that kind of stuff is really fun. I liked, I liked that a lot, and I kind of want... Yeah. That's like a, that to me. That's a high bar to, to pass. Yeah, I've already had a lot of fun with those, and something that I would also play over and over again mm-hmm, because it sure. can be really funny to see what options people come up with. Whereas yeah. this, I feel like, oh, next time I play it, let's see who else decide. We all decide is going to rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and like at least in this one, as opposed to Jackbox Party Pack, like this one, it seems a lot easier to just be like, oh, I'll just pick myself every time. Yeah, that yeah. was. That was yeah. That's that's true. Like, who would? Uh, what was it? One of one of them was um. There was one that was like, everyone's going to pick themselves on this one. I can't remember which one it was. Because uh-huh. it was like, something, about, it was something flattering. Like, who would... Oh, it was like, who would have the right answer to this or whatever. And I'm like... Oh, right, No yeah. one's going to be like, well, I'm an idiot, so I'm not going to pick me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember which one that was, though. Yeah. So this is dead air now. Uh, so well, oh, was, it, was, it like, was it like, if somebody did like a quiz or something like that? Oh yeah, teacher gives you a, a a pop test something like that, and who does the best on it? Or yeah, like yeah. That. And I'm like, like ace a quiz. Yeah, who's gonna ace the quiz? And I'm like, everyone's gonna pick themselves. Yeah, I don't remember. I think we all picked Josh actually. Oh, did we? No, I, I think... picked me because you... I'm smart as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> awesome guys, we're getting kind of long. This is almost forty minutes just on what we're playing. Yeah. Let's shit. jump into the news. They're usually like past news at this point. You're past news. You're old news. Hi, I'm Holden Depardo, and I'm irrelevant. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, that just escalated, and my mind went with it. This is just the, the podcast where we just taunt and make fun of Holden. That's yeah. true. That's that's, that's what it true. Is. Everyone right now is screaming into their phones. Oh yeah, Holden, you are stupid. Because <laughs> all you know or is they're like, leave him, <laughs> leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave Holden alone. Too much. <laughs> so. Let's talk about some news. Let's. Okay. I want to start off with what news. I think is the biggest story for me because I'm a big Nintendo fan. Oh, shit. Oh, is that oh, shit? Holden's going to talk about Nintendo. No, it's oh, shit. I have like 15 news stories and I'm going to cut some out. Yeah, That's I have it. a lot of news stories too. Do you want to just keep it like to uh, kind of light on news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your what's your goddamn? So I think the uh, Nintendo had a, a direct showing off Splatoon 2. That to the side. They showed off the their Switch app for the iPhone. 
which will let you do party chats with friends, start online mm. matches with Splatoon. Rather than having it on their console. Yes. I <laughs> am a big fan of this, however. I think it's a very smart move, but I feel like everyone else will disagree with me on this. So I'm, I'm excited to see this. I think it's clever. I think both both parties, or both sides, people who are like, why is it on a smartphone, blah, 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 just integrating the system, and then the other people who are like, well, you always have your smartphone with you, and it's good for them. Like, I, they both have valid arguments, mm-hmm. and it is it is something that you always have with you nowadays. Your phone is always in your pocket no yeah. matter what. It is really good for, like, child, like, parental controls I was, that's, and things I think, like that, too. I think it's probably the big reason for Nintendo they did it. Yeah. Because as a parent, if you're giving your kid a smartphone, you're comfortable with them having the potential to communicate with people online. Yeah. And it's a really good way again, to determine that. Most people give their kids a smartphone at like seven. Yeah, yeah but they're, <laughs> but they're then comfortable. Then, like, if they weren't comfortable with their kids talking with people, they wouldn't have given them a smartphone. Well, still, like, you're yeah. buying your your kid. Well, I guess it's slightly different because Nintendo is geared more towards the family side. Yeah. But in general, I think people have that stigma of like. If you play games online, it's going to be like, Oh, fuck your mom! You're fucking bitch! I hate you! Like, go die! It seems uh, like the party chats know. are to your friends only. So you have to be really? friends in order to have a party chat with them. Um, so I don't know how much of that you're going to be getting. Okay. But for me, I think it's really smart because if this were the Wii U when they were doing, video, uh, doing voice chat, yeah, on the console. Because this is a home console, you're not taking it anywhere else. Yeah. But if I'm in bed playing Splatoon 2 with my friends... I don't want the oh, battery yeah. to be drained by a voice chat as well, so I'd rather just put that on my phone. That's interesting. Yeah, to kind of offload that. Yeah. You kind of offload the, the battery consumption to another device. Actually, yeah, that, that makes sense. Now that you're saying that, I'm, I'm starting to come over to your side a little bit more because if you're playing, if you're on the go as well, oh, well, I guess you wouldn't be able to connect to the internet. So I thought about yeah. this as well, actually. Uh, so I, was, I can't remember where I was reading this, but the amount of data that gets used with like playing Call of Duty or Overwatch online is actually not that much. It's about as much as like a Skype call uh-huh. or something like that. So I actually think it would be, would be kind of feasible to run your phone as a hotspot, play a you know, multiplayer game online, and do voice chat simultaneously. You would kill the battery mm-hmm. of your phone, so like, right. I don't. I probably wouldn't do it myself. Right. But I think that's actually feasible. So it kind of opens the switch to doing what it can do anywhere, whereas that wouldn't be possible otherwise. Yeah. So I, I'm fully on board with this. Full on rapist. Full on rapist. I think... Tobias Fuke. <laughs> full no. on analogist. Yeah. Full, there you go. And, yeah. um, I think one last thing worth mentioning, you know, it's, it's very good for children and being protective and things like that. And you are a child. So which is why I think it's child. really weird that Nintendo with this is launching their own porn website called Splatnet 2. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel to Splatnet 1. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Splatnet.xxx. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just all the splat. Come shot central. Want. The sequel. Uh, no, that's their that's their their hub for sp- Splatoon within the Switch Online app. That's it's funny. called Splatnet too, and that's where you can also access Splashnet, which is not going to get confusing. Which is for shopping or buying gear. That is already very Wait, confusing. What's the purpose of Splatnet? Splatnet is the like place where you, you can view pull. gear, invites, and stats, mm-hmm. including the results from the last 50 battles. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought that was a funny name, and it sounds like a porn website. <laughs> well, th- that's another case where I'm like, that should just be in the game. Um, like, I should be able to, while I'm in Splatoon 2, just be able to pull up my thing. 
Like why, I think why, you still can. I think you still can. Do yeah, it. I think it's, oh, like, I think it's like just, the it's like the Destiny app. Okay, where, okay. So it's just like a companion. App. Yeah, it's a okay. companion. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was like, oh, well, you can only access it through this, and I would smack someone. <laughs> that makes more sense. So, I think the other thing you mentioned about Splatoon just before we run yeah. something else is just that there's the there's gonna be the uh, the beta on Friday. Well, that's right on the fifteenth. Yep, and it's gonna be four hours. <laughs> that's so silly. I, the reason that they do it, I think, is that they want to make sure they can stress test the network as much as possible. So getting everyone into a four-hour window <laughs> is going to help with that. I think that's their reasoning, at least. I'm not working that day, so I'm off. So <laughs> there it, you it, go. Doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. Nice. It'll be at, what, like three to seven Pacific time? So is that like, what, five to nine here in Chi-Town? Chicago town? That yeah. sounds right. Sure. Just time work, Google it. Google it. Yeah. Uh, this is a cool feature that's coming to Xbox One. You are getting the option to gift digital games. That's oh, that's right. Is that even available on PS4? No, it's not. No. Yeah, okay. And it's something that I've... I mean, it's available... You can do it on iOS, and I've done it quite a few times. But I love that, because I, there have been times when, like, I wanted to get a friend a game for his birthday, and he lives in Boston. I'm not going to ship him a game. And <laughs> so I, in order to get him a download code for The Last of Us, because he never played The Last of Us, I went to eBay, bought a download code. They emailed me the code. I took a picture of it, sent it to him, and then he redeemed it on his PS4. I was like, this would be so much easier if I could just be like, boop, send a friend. And yeah, he yeah. just gets it in his download queue. Well, to go back to threes for a second, I'm like, my mom would love threes. I'm just going to gift this to her. Yeah. And I just sent it. Because I'm like, I know she'd like it. Yeah. yeah. And I, d- I do that with, with apps all the time. Like, oh, man, my roommate would really benefit from this, but there's no way she's going to spend three bucks on it. I'll just get her this fucking app. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's really cool. It's coming to Xbox. I hope PlayStation... They do good up. stuff. They Nintendo really do. will also probably pick it up in about 300 years. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, but only through the Nintendo Switch Online app. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Through Splatnet, uh, too. Jesus. Uh, hey, I have one more. You, you have one more? Actually, I have several more. I have several more as well. But okay, uh, but I've got another one. There's not do. a lot of really important stories this week, though, so if we no, skipped a not. bunch, I wouldn't be that upset. I'm actually not going to talk about Zelda in the news because I don't think it's worth talking about. I'm going to talk about Zelda right now. Oh, okay. Horizon Zero Dawn gets a big <laughs> new update today. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about that. that this includes New Game Plus, an ultra-hard difficulty. For yeah. free. For free. <laughs> That's exactly right. This, yeah. this yep. is... Zelda's DLC for free in Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. All the things you have to pay for... To be fair, half, half of Zelda's DLC, but yeah. You're right. This but, does not yeah. include Majora's uh, Mask. A difficulty level is not hidden behind a pay gate. Yeah. Yep. There's a Which little bit nice. there's a you little bit more to masks, it, but not enough to be new, behind a pay like, gate. Face paints, face you paints, get face You get all sorts of yeah. new outfits and things like that in yeah. the Horizon Zero Dawn. And new trophies. To, to and new trophies, yeah. To be fair, although I do agree with you, Master Mode in Zelda should not have been for pay. It should have been included in the game. Yeah. But it is a little bit more than just upping the difficulty. There are... Yeah. There's like new enemy placement. There are like there are new like floating pat platforms in the world that actually offer a lot of interesting dynamics and in how they interact. But uh, it's it should be Horizon got it right. They nailed it. That's mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. Not that I never um, played Archer Hard difficulty because I still need to play a normal difficulty first. <laughs> yeah. Also, semi related to that, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, the uh, DLC is discounted. It is, yeah. Yeah. Is Ooh, really? Five for, bucks off yeah, or something like that. When does that come out? Frozen Wilds, right? Yeah. yeah. comes uh, out November, I think. That sounds right. It's definitely before the end they of the year. They don't really yeah. show that much of it. What is it, really? It's a new don't story. Really know. I know that. Yeah. yeah. All I know is what they showed us in okay. the, in the yeah. trailer. Uh, looks like probably a new zone. Uh, it looks like that giant thing in the mountain that you never really get to interact with. I want, That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be nuts if it was. Yeah. I would 
my eyes. Are you hiding a spoiler from me? A little bit. A little bit. Kind of. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I am. I am going to play this. Like I really am. Like I, I I know I've put it off, but I am going to play it. I really enjoyed the story. That's the day that I'll like you again. Until have you then, climbed? You're a piece of have shit. you climbed a really tall tower and witnessed a certain thing happening? That's really vague, so I'm gonna say no. <laughs> okay, so he hasn't even seen like gotten into the really, really crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. So PlayStation, I'm gonna move on to your story now. PlayStation, I thought did something interesting this week. Mm-hmm. Tell me. They are putting through PS Now, PS4 games to stream, which means on a PC or Mac, you oh. could technically, or is just is it just PCs on a Mac? Uh, I think you I can think do it on a Mac too. Yeah, yeah, because they, they started right, doing yeah. that was like within yeah. the last like year or two. Yeah, but you can you can stream now a PS4 game to play. Yeah, there's a limited list. It's ten games. It's ten games, but there's there's some pretty good ones. I mean, the Killzone Shadowfall. That's the only one where I was like, I guess a lot of these to me are either old games. Like you have like Grim Fandango, you have yeah. God of War. <laughs> Even though God of War Remastered is still a, a, a technical you know powerhouse in terms yeah. of what it's yeah. doing, it's still not. There's no current game. There's no game that's really come out in the past like right. few years that is of a high standard or like a high uh-huh. polish or you know right. high production value is the better term. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're going to keep adding to this list as yeah. they do with the rest mm-hmm. of PlayStation now. But uh, I think they're trying to be careful because I don't think they they want these things to play well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but having things like Killzone, but also having things like uh, uh, Evolve. Evolve is an online multiplayer oh. first-person shooter. That's interesting. So that's that's one I kind of be curious to see how that plays. But then you also have games like Tropico Five, which is a strategy game. You're right. So like that will probably play very, very well. Yeah. But I'm kind of curious how this works out because this could be a, a an interesting change yeah. for how these games get released. Yeah. Depending on how well this goes, Xbox Pass I think still has it better though. Yeah. Um, I just have a couple of like release things that I'm just gonna fire off. Yeah. Um, not necessarily release, but just quick, just worth mentioning. Super mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey won't have game over screens. Yeah, just lose I, coins. Apparently, coins matter more in this. And one. even when you get to no coins, I don't oh, think you um, you have a game over screen after. I've heard either. it's similar to like a Sonic thing, where like the rings and Sonic. Yeah, where it like re- is representative of your health. So I've, I've watched a lot. Of, I've watched a. I've watched this a lot of gameplay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is, if you are platforming and you fall off, you lose ten coins. Okay. If you get hit by an enemy, just like in you know uh, Mario sixty four, you have like three little heart, like or three uh-huh. little like health yeah. like meters, yeah. and you can you can get an extra set of it, so you have six health, but you just lose one health, and when that goes down all the way, then you lose ten coins. Yeah. So oh, you're just gonna lose ten coins I and see. kind of start back where you left again. I think what happens is that if you lose all your coins, you just kind of go back to the beginning of that area, and you don't start off where hmm. you left off. Yeah. Okay. And I apparently think... coins are more important. Like it used to be just the only reason coins were there is you either collect all of them in the level for a star mm-hmm. or you get a hundred and it gets you extra life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you apparently can buy gonna, things with yeah, it. Yeah, they're more important. It's real health and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cuphead is also 100% Microsoft exclusive. I have that one as Not well. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere I'm bummed about that. They yeah. did say, though, that sequels could come, but Cuphead 1 will always be a Microsoft. Exclusive. I also yeah. heard that, uh, the, I guess it's, it's like two guys that make it, right? Mm-hmm. They had to like remortgage both of their houses. Um, and like took all this financial risk like to make this game. So I, for them, I hope I Microsoft hope it is does paying them well, amazingly uh, yeah. well, because uh, yeah. <laughs> they they've sacrificed a lot to make that game. Because God knows that game, Microsoft needs the exclusives, yeah. and it does look really yeah. good. It looks absolutely fantastic. It does. Uh, one other thing I want to point out, and then we'll 
wrap up my part of the news you read anything else is mm -hmm. uh shadow of war middle earth shadow of war lets you import your strongest nemesis from shadow oh, of yeah. mordor which i think is pretty cool that is pretty cool huh. so you're if you played on one of the systems that did have a nemesis system so ps4 xbox one or pc then yeah and it, your strongest nemesis you can bring over into the new game mm -hmm. with all the same scars and stuff like that of where you had burned them and shit like that from the previous game uh, so that's pretty cool. And your mm -hmm. strongest, like, allied one, right? Yeah. Your, uh, so your strongest nemesis and strongest follower. Yeah. Carry over to the new game. It's kind of cool. I, I Personally, I'm like, I want a fresh start. But that's cool if, if there's ones that people are attached to. Yeah. You have I, anything else holding that? I got one. Use? I got one. Or I guess I have two kind of quick stories. Two. But they're, I'm kind of putting them together because I think they're kind of related almost. Okay. Uh, Leighton's Mystery Journey of the Catriol and Millionaire's Conspiracy has a release date of July 20th, and it's going to cost, on mobile, $16, which is a lot for a mobile game. But it's also coming to 3DS later in the year, and it's going to be like 40 bucks there. Hmm. So it is discounted significantly. Is it the same game on it's both? The, it's the same game, yeah. So... I thought that was interesting, and the reason I'm bringing that one up is in contrast to that, Super Mario Run surpassed 150 million downloads. Nintendo's goal was to have 10% of those people purchase the $10 pack, which apparently they did not meet. Mm. So I think it's just kind of an interesting comparison of where's this pricing going to look like for mobile games when yeah. these really big publishers do start getting involved. Like, are they just going to release the next Mario game on mobile, and it's going to be just $15, so you have to pay $15 to get it mm -hmm. kind of thing? Or are they going to go free? But... I don't think these $16 mobile games do very well. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that's the way to go. But I just thought, Square Enix has been trying that since the beginning of the app no. That's true, I did, yeah. To be fair, though, I did buy Final Fantasy 3 and Final Fantasy 4 at, like, $15 each. Yeah. Because yeah. I do love those games. Did you games. buy any of their originals, like Chaos Rings? The first one I did, like and I played a good chunk of it and never felt the need to get the other ones. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Was that both stories wrapped that's up both there? stories wrapped up there. Because they yeah. related very well, then. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. That's the end of our news, and let's get to the topic of this show. You guys, why do video game movies suck? Okay, there's uh, uh, th <laughs> Josh. Like I've been thinking about yes. this. <laughs> no, there, there is this like theory among a lot of people, uh, and it sounds it's very much sounds like a kind of conspiracy theory. Well, I'm excited for this. I love in a sense, theories. so because video games a lot more now especially and like for the past probably like 10 years or whatever have started to rival movies extremely uh, in terms of revenue in terms of popularity it's like oh well why would i go see this shitty ass movie when i can play a really cool game mm -hmm. um or whatever um and games are on par with storytelling of like movies, books, everything. I think we're still a lot part. to work. No, there. there's but still there a lot. Are, but there are I definitely mean, those golden standard examples yes. that are coming up now that are going to set the way for a lot of. And great I games think going as we've gotten our you know Metal Gears and yeah. Last of Us and that kind of stuff, more people are aspiring to that kind of storytelling yep. Yep. in video games. Yeah. So here's this like kind of crazy semi conspiracy theory, is that the Filmmakers, the, the studios take this on and intentionally make it do poorly to discourage people from playing those games. Because, like, people who have not played those games are like, oh, well, I'll go see the movie. Well, that's a shitty-ass movie. The game must be <laughs> shit, too. Huh. Again, crazy, cons like, probably not the case, because yeah. why would they not want their film to make money? Yeah. Right. 
but there's that and also the stigma i think from hollywood and from Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like well games don't really have a lot to offer so we'll just kind of do our own thing with it and then it ends up being really shitty i I think that the what lends the most credence to that would be that there is a huge separation between the people who make the games versus the people who make also that's this is very like if you look Mm -hmm. at we talked about this in the podcast i think a few months ago about uh neil Druckmann talking about his experience working on the uncharted movie we basically said yeah yeah i don't really know what's happening with that yeah yep and I don't like the direction that movie is headed. No, neither do I. Uh, it's yeah, real it just shouldn't happen. For I think for me, my simple kind of reason why video game movies are never never hold up is I don't want to see an Uncharted movie because I played the game. And mm-hmm. once you take like every adaptation, like like you look at books to movie, you're adding something to it. You're adding yeah, a visual, yeah. you're adding sound, comic book, same kind of thing. You're adding motion to the visuals mm-hmm. you have there. But it's the only adaptation you're taking something away. You're taking away interaction. So it's yes. Just, it takes away the thing that makes that special and yeah. important. Whereas, like, characters can still translate from a book to a movie. Or there have been very, you know, very famous examples of adaptations working right. in that direction. Sure. But it doesn't work the same way. Also, the, a lot of these games that get adapted are games from, like, the 90s and stuff, which don't have strong yes. characters, <laughs> usually. Yeah. So there's... I guess yeah. my only counter to that is, and this is again, it's mm-hmm. just something that's very, fairly modern. Yeah. Um, kind of with the start of Metal Gear, I'd say, mm-hmm. is games have gotten more cinematic. Yes. So in theory, now, now they have. Now, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so in theory, it should be easy to adapt those, but I think that there's still that whole. Oh, we're gonna take it. We're gonna kind of do our own thing. When it's like, get the, the fucking the groundwork is all there. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's all there. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to change anything. Yep. Uh, why change anything? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. No, totally. I I wish that would happen when they make these these movies. Is they'd kind of say like, take Hitman as example, right? Oh god, I would, man. I think Hitman would lend itself very it, well to yes. a really cool movie. It would. If it's like, hey, he's in this mansion. He's got to figure out a way to blend it and like get mm-hmm. the guy. That's the movie. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. like. It's that scenario. It's kind of like, hey, let's play a few rounds of Hitman and like kind of feel like what inspirations we're getting, like what kind of things we yeah. did when we were playing that game, and put that into the movie. It's kind of like yeah. a best of kind of thing yeah. with better character development, better like you know set pieces, things right. like that, because you're, it's more controlled. Mm-hmm. But that's never really what happens. Yeah, and it's always like convoluted or like yeah. the Hitman was nothing. Movies were nothing like the game. Yeah, exactly. At all. And and that's the other thing too is so many times yeah. the movies are. Like you said, nothing like the game. In yeah. Hitman, for example, yeah. you, the whole thing is being stealthy, to putting on a disguise to sneak in or whatever. Mm-hmm. None of that. It's just him running in there shooting Oh, people. yeah, and he's yeah. in the same or, outfit the entire game, which yeah. is totally <laughs> unlike the game. Yeah. Um, or like in the, the Prince of Persia movie. Like, the whole thing about Prince of Persia that makes that fucking cool is not only just the platforming, but it's those powers that you have yeah. of being mm-hmm. able to control yep. time and rewind and fast forward and slow down time. And they don't introduce that until the very end when it's just a fucking MacGuffin where he's like, oh, the love interest died. I'll rewind time, I guess. (laughs) Right now. Uh, Which is only one moment where it really matters. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, no, that's like a core thing throughout that entire game. You know what I mean? But also wouldn't make a very good movie where it's like, oh, no, it died. All right, rewind it again. And the audience is like, oh, my God, this is the fifth time this has happened. (laughs) Right, right. There's no stakes. But but it's like you could find a way to, you know, build build that up eventually or something you know mm-hmm. yeah i think there's a few obstacles that kind of keep them from being good i think we're slowly starting to conquer those one by one mm-hmm. uh but i think the kind of one of the biggest ones is we have for each of these games like take uncharted for example mm-hmm. 
we have on average eight to ten hours over five games mm-hmm. to get the story, know these characters, mm-hmm. yeah, and fall in love with this world. Whereas in a movie, they have ninety to one hundred and twenty minutes. Right. Yeah. So I think that right there is a huge obstacle. How do I take this huge epic tale that I'm I mean, playing through? Are you like making it more of a TV show around a video game? Instead? I think those are more successful. I think they would yeah. lend themselves better I, to I that kind of format, yeah. a longer yeah. format. Like a Mass Effect movie, I think don't think would ever work. Mm-hmm. But a Mass Effect TV show with multiple seasons, I'm yeah. on board with that. That yeah. sounds great, actually. Now a Mass Effect side story about characters no one gives a yeah, shit about. Exactly. No, no, I, give it a lead story. I mean, no, uh, like I, comparing I like a, to see like the the MCU versus Agents of Shield. No one gives a shit about oh, Agents of Shield. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Like, I honestly, actually, I would disagree there because, like, if they were to make a Mass Effect, I would want to see another Spectre and like some sort of you know political you know yeah you know, Spectre. Yes, like, but yeah. do I want an entire series about like a grunt that's like sitting behind yeah. a desk? Or, no. Or yeah. another thing that oh, would be kind of yeah, interesting yeah. going in that that vein is if they were to tell potentially even Saren's story. Mm-hmm. Of, like yeah. prior to him being indoctrinated, because he, he was a specter, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, which would be kind kind of cool. Yeah, like I'd be yeah. open to open to that or whatever. So yeah. do you think they're picking the wrong games as well? Like, if you look at the video game movies, Some, like sometimes, well, yes. well, it it gets to the point where another obstacle they have is game stories and. As you kind of mentioned, they're picking stuff from the '90s that didn't have good stories, like Prince of Persia and Super Mario Brothers, oh, yeah. which has the weakest story. It's of oh, any yeah. video game, uh, yeah. Because the, the Nintendo games should never be turned into movies because yeah. it's not about story; it's about yeah. the gameplay. You cannot translate that into a show or, Sonic or a movie. Hedgehog. Hi- hypothetically, <laughs> if if you were to make a movie based on those properties, yeah. again, I don't think that they should. The only ones that I think could lend themselves to potentially becoming a movie or TV show would be like uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Zelda, but Link would have to talk. That, so I which actually is a, no, no. I actually kind of uh, had a good idea for how we wouldn't talk. But um, I thought about that. <laughs> uh, Metroid yep. and probably yeah. like Star Fox. Me- Metroid, I think actually would make. But a Metroid, really... I think would be the best. So yeah, actually, I'll say this. I have thought about Metroid being a movie before. Yeah, and it'd be like um, if you take you guys have Metroid play. I know you play Metroid Prime. Do you play Metroid yep. Prime? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I think it'd be really cool if, like, the opening of Metroid Prime movie would be them on the that space station where he fights that, or uh, where Samus fights that. Yeah. Uh, the little Samus like, is a girl, by the way. I know, I did say yeah. he, and I, that's yep. why I went back to Samus. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> you wouldn't classify her as a she. You said he, oh, wait, no, I'm going to give it a name instead. <laughs> I will not call it a she. <laughs> um, I'm trying to be non-gender conformist right now. <laughs> so, and then, like, that ship crashes, and then lands on another planet or something like that and now Samus' equipment doesn't work and she has to like survive mm-hmm. on that planet and it's like more like a survival story. That'd be kind of yeah. a really cool movie to kind of see play out. But Zelda, I think to Chad's point of like finding Breath of the Wild boring because it's just like exploring and wandering around. I don't want to see that as a TV show. No, 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 no. And Link couldn't, it would kill it so much that if he talked that they shouldn't do that that they'd have to have something where like He's a Wally-like character who kind of I, speaks through like grunts and stuff, and Navi speaks for him or something like see, that. I like think, that no, sounds no, no, revoltingly terrible. No. That is see, too much fan service, which yeah, is also yeah. an, I, they're like, oh, get it, because that's the sound he makes when he swings his sword. Oh, get it, that's when Navi talks, just like in the games. And I think that's a huge fuck up that all of these movies are doing. Like, mm-hmm. they're putting in too many things, like wink, wink, nod, nod. Remember, this came from a video game. Yeah, like but I think you, but that then would you be end way up too with much. like then you end up with the Zelda TV show, which did. Exist. Exist, 
where you have stupid lines like, well, excuse me, princess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible yeah. things like that. So I don't think you can... To be honest, that, that was a cartoon from way long ago. Yeah, yeah. it was awful. Um, Not that I've seen everything of it. <laughs> but or I, any of it, really. I think uh, you could make a Zelda movie as a, like... Because those stories are so epic mm-hmm. and huge and everything. But again, I I would say Link would have to talk. He'd have to have some kind of dialogue. I'm also a huge, uh, not a fan of silent protagonists, period. Okay, yeah. I don't care what game it is. If it's a silent protagonist, I hate it. Okay, uh, <laughs> I, will say, I will say this actually. Technically speaking, Link is not silent. Okay, the idea he is you're supposed. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you really know, I, I played almost every Zelda game. It's not that he's not talking. He is talking to these people, but it's supposed to be that you are as the no, player I talking. Hate that. Nope. <laughs> and nope. they always respond to something that he has said. But yes, but he should be saying that. Mm-hmm. The the argument of like well, you're a silent protagonist because we want you to be the character. Yeah, that's, that's a, a cop, cop out. out. Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, and I mean that for Fallout, for uh, Elder Scrolls, for I any. Guess it doesn't bother me in Zelda because it's always been that way. But in a Fallout. That wouldn't work. Yeah. Or, like, in Dead Space was kind of weird. That's mm-hmm. why in Dead Space yeah, 2 again, they gave like, him yeah, a yeah. voice and all like that. Like, Dead yeah. Space didn't work. Like, it's so many games. I'm like, yeah. no. No silent protagonists. None. Because mm-hmm. they have no stakes. And I'm also probably yeah. giving Zelda that because I'm just too big of a fan of that franchise. Sure. Yeah. So, and you also, we talked um, about this when you were like, oh, the reason I don't find Zelda's boring because I make up all these stories in yep. my head about it, about yep. what's going yep. on. And there are goblins chasing me. And it's like... Yeah. Oh, so you're probably just making up the dialogue that he's saying. And I don't necessarily like really make up dialogue. I'm not like, if yeah. he goes to this person, says, well, hello there. Um, <laughs> I, no, you talk to your Switch as if you were Link the, while you're playing the game. Hi, Impa. I'm here to save Princess Zelda right now. <laughs> <laughs> to get a somewhat... There's no microphone on the Switch, right? <laughs> Shut up! I'm having fun. Uh, to get a somewhat back on track. Yeah. I think it's... There's another thing, too, where they, they take a game, for example, Silent Hill. They made a Silent Hill yeah. movie that's... Decent at best. It's one of the better examples of a video game adaptation of yeah. a movie. But it's like they take this game and they're like, it's a horror game. So we're going to make a horror movie. And it's like, that's not what that game's about. Yes, it's scary. But the, the allure of that is it's these monsters are representative of some psychological uh, or emotional like disorder. But that's yeah. a really good point. You know what I mean? That games can get away with like a cheekiness that would not work in a movie. And Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid is a great example oh, of this. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Those stories are really in depth and very political, but also weird and bizarre. Weird and as a, fuck. Yeah, weird yeah. as fuck. To a degree where like any audience who's not familiar with the franchise is going being like. What am I watching? Like, yeah. What Which, is this? Yeah, and now that they're pretty much going ahead with it, I'm like, I are they making a Metal Gear Solid yes, movie? Yes, 100. Oh, I yeah. Did not know Kojima this. did a a, a a panel at the C3 with the director. So he's involved. Yes, he, involved. he is involved. Yes. Okay. I don't know to what degree. That makes me more comfortable about any um, video game movie, knowing that the actual creator of the video game yeah. is yes. involved. Um, and, and Kojima himself has said he was always wanted to make movies. Yes. So that. Might be our best chance. It but might be. That, I that think... franchise is the wrong choice, though. <laughs> I, yeah. See, it's that the thing that I'm worried about is they will have to dilute a lot of things down. Yeah. Definitely. And Starting I don't know how. I don't know how they do that. I'll be right back. But the other thing that has me kind of hopeful for that is the director has been very open. The writer director. Yeah. Um, who's the same writer director of? Oh, I can't remember his name. Is it Neil? Neil Marshall, I want to say. I'm going to look it up right now. Who is... He did Kong Skull Island, which was all right. 
But there's there's one movie that he did where I was like, okay, like that. I think it's Neil Marshall is his name. Anyway, but he was talking about how, uh, you know, remaining faithful to uh, the source material, like, you know, and embracing some of that craziness. But again, like I said, it's like, where, what do you take away from that? You know, I guess Metal Gear Solid 1 doesn't get crazy outlandish. I get that really kind of starts in 2 with all of the um, stuff with the Patriots yeah. and all that, where it gets really deep in that rabbit hole of the conspiracy theory of all, you know, through the politicians and stuff. I feel like, though, even in Metal Gear Solid 1, like, the stuff that makes that game stand out mm-hmm. and give it, like, the character that it has is, mm-hmm. I'm Psycho Mantis, I'm reading your game cards. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. love playing this video game. Mm-hmm. Switch the controller ports so uh, yep. that I can't read your mind. Or, and, yeah. The guy <laughs> Everyone fucking, in the audience, switch seats to the person next <laughs> yeah. to you. The guy shitting himself <laughs> in the bathroom stall. Yes. And, like, yeah. That's the kind of stuff that really like you you fall in love with it in, the, mm-hmm. in that game and that's part of what makes you love metal gear solid but in a movie is like with the general public yeah i think it if the only way to make that game work as a movie is to dilute it down and make it more about the foxhound uh group right probably yeah so focus more on you know solid snake uh, Liquid, Ocelot, Sniper Wolf, Vulcan Raven, um, Psycho Mantis, Decoy Octopus, and uh, like Meryl probably. Decoy Octopus. Oh yeah. man. Um, but that's that's the one that I'm I'm most hopeful for. But man, it's a huge risk. It's it's yeah. another one too that like you were saying that I was like I would rather it be like a like a series or a mini series or something like that because you could fit all that stuff in. Mm-hmm. Speaking of series. Castlevania just came out on Netflix oh, yesterday. Yeah. That's right. I've heard it's really good. And it's getting really great views, mm-hmm. and it even just got renewed for season two. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see, like, Netflix start picking up a lot more video game stuff. Yeah. What would be your, like, what would be a franchise you want to see turned into a movie or, or show? Well, they already tried Max Payne, but oh, yeah. actually do Max Payne and not the weird demon shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mar- Mark, right, Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis. Oh. It was a piece of garbage. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like trying to be Sin City, and there's a supernatural well, element. I remember like, playing Max Payne after knowing about the movie. I never saw the movie, and going, wait, when are, when are the demons and stuff going to get yeah. involved? It was a, such a poor representation of yeah. that franchise. Um, but that that that's, an, again, another game series. That, that would I lend think itself it, very well. Yeah, and yeah. it would lend itself well to a movie and or a TV series yeah. as well. Um. It would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I always thought Mirror's Edge would make a really good movie. Oh, yeah. I could see that. It'd make it a cool Jason Bourne style. Even, exactly. Yeah, it might yeah. even work better as a movie. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. I mean... There, it just it would lend itself well because there's really cool like set pieces you could mm-hmm. do has a really interesting art style has a yeah. cool world like all the story elements are there to make something cool but it doesn't lend itself well to a video game yeah so <laughs> that would make it a good movie I think definitely yeah. definitely um I'm trying to think if there if there are any other uh, it, like again with it being so cinematic I'm like oh Metal Gear is an obvious choice but also not because mm-hmm. of all yeah. the story stuff. I mean, Uncharted and Last of Us, I, I, again, because those games are so cinematic. Yeah. That it's like, you, it, See, if, you're, if you're just doing... I mean, you could splice that mo- that game together of all the cutscenes and just make a movie that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I actually feel like the more cinematic a game is, the less I want that to be a movie. Yeah. Okay. I, I already, I I already have my... 
version of that. Exactly. Like, yeah, I can see that. Especially with Last of that Us, where, like, I feel like if I had saw... And this isn't to describe the story in any way, shape, or form, but mm-hmm. I think if I saw that as a movie, I would have been like, oh, cool. Yeah. But I think yeah. it was because I was involved in that, and I, think, and I was I think that's another it. hurdle that yeah. we have to get over, is that even the best video game stories... Aren't the best stories, necessarily. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. compared to some of, like, the best movie stories and sure. books and things like that. They're, they're still... They have a lot of maturity Absolutely. to yeah. gain before they become something that, like, mm-hmm. is worth investing a couple well, hours into. Yeah, I remember when I showed, was showing my dad The Last of Us, and I'm like, no, it's really good. He goes, it looks like a post-apocalyptic zombie thing to me. Like, I'm no thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Like, it wouldn't sell, like, something like that. Yeah. Because it's just, it's so much like everything else that's already kind of out there, but it's yeah. not to it's, us because we yeah. we interacted with it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we already have Uncharted the movie. It's called Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's, it's but exactly but what Uncharted it is. takes place today. Indiana Duh. Jones takes place in old times. It's old true. Movie. They have it's cell phones different. in Uncharted Four. God, that would make a whole new movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, just throw Indiana Jones as a cell phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that all of a sudden, my vision of that well, yeah, well, is different. I, and you they're making the Crystal Skull. Oh yeah, and they, yeah, they're making a fifth one. They're too. making a fifth one, so maybe that will take place in more Unless modern Harrison time. Ford keeps maybe? breaking himself. Yeah. Oh god! <laughs> Fucking who lets him fly a plane? Um, <laughs> another thing that I think about often as well is: Are there any movies that you think the inverse of? Of like, wow, that would actually make a really interesting video game. Or if they were to make a video game, they could really do some interesting stuff with that. Oh man, I feel like I've had that thought. Like, yeah, I, I'm I think to about think that all the time right now. One, one that I think would be cool if it was done well is: I think John Wick would be such a cool, oh, yeah. like universe to have a video game set in. Absolutely, like yeah. that would be so cool. That'd be so much fun. That would be a really cool, like, Hitman-style game, I think. Yeah. It's like, here's your scenario. You have to figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But you have to do it in, like, the most badass way yeah. possible. Like, it's kind of the opposite of Hitman in that mm-hmm. sense, where you're mm-hmm. not sticking around. You're just, like, going nuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you have to, like, set up your mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. That'd be a good one. You this know is... what I think would make a really cool movie, or a really cool game? There's this movie, and I think it had The Rock in it, and it was a couple decades ago. Uh, it's called Doom. <laughs> oh yeah and that I think like, it didn't yeah. work that really? well as a movie it was not a good movie but that would make a fucking kick ass game absolutely yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think this counts because it's technically not it was not a movie first it was a comic first but I think Judge Dredd would make a really cool oh yeah, yeah. 100% like, like the, the new yeah. one with Carl Urban that would make a really cool yeah. video game I think yeah definitely yeah. Well, and that's, that's another thing, too, is, like, sometimes I read, like, comic books or yeah. movie, you know, uh, uh, or com- or uh, books mm-hmm. in general or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, this would make it a very interesting video game. Mm-hmm. Like, something that I, I – th- something that I – a video game idea that I, I would want. And Shadow of War is kind of doing this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I would love to play, like, Lord of the Rings – Right, and it's like, for example, take like the Battle of Helm's Deep, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to set up, like, decide where people are going to set up to defend this thing or whatever. After you do that, the battle begins, and you jump in there so as the Star Wars you know, Battlefront, Aragon, Star Wars or Battlefront Aragorn for... or kind of, yeah. yeah. They, and it's they like actually had this. Jump in there, you play out the battle, but let's say you fail the battle. Let's yeah. say you lose the Battle of Helm's Deep, mm-hmm. but continue that story of like, okay, oh, here's I what see. happened okay. if the yeah. Battle of Helm's Deep mm, did not go okay. the way that it was. Yeah. You know, or yeah. something. And kind That's of, interesting actually, is like, these stories you're really familiar with, if if there yeah. were consequences to the other mm-hmm. that's not happening, that is interesting. Which yeah. is something yeah. that video games could do. 
is like, oh, you know, uh, in Fellowship of the Ring, they were, you know, you go to hide from the Ring Wraith. Surprise, he found you, murders Frodo, takes the ring. What do you do then? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or something. Like, Aragorn now is, like, having to chase after... Yeah, or Ring something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think, I think that, that that's something that video games could do. I think uh, what would what, well. what's required for that, I think, is the, the technology that Ken Levine is working on. Oh, for, with the for, yeah. yeah, like where it's like it's like block narrative or something like that. Where like mm-hmm. there's this chunk of game you're gonna play, and based on how that plays out, the next chunk of game is gonna be different. Yes. So they would kind of have to be something like that, because mm-hmm. otherwise, like games nowadays, like if you were Frodo and you got found with a ring wraith, game over screen, start over exactly. again, keep going. Yeah. yeah. So there'd have to be some like mm-hmm. change in how stories get told in games, yeah. but it's coming. Like, and that's mm-hmm. one thing that's gonna make mm-hmm. it harder for these movies to be good video game or movie adaptations of video games is that when the stories start getting so interactive and so many different possibilities can start popping up, yeah. how do you take yeah. the, like, the best of version of like, that? Like, how do you take a, a heavy rain when yeah. there's like 25 different possible scenarios right. where they could end up as? Yeah. Like... Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we've got two subscriber interrogatives this week. Yeah. Number one, what is in your backlog and what's your general strategy for getting through it? Hmm. Mine right now has... Mine basically is based on what I saw at E3 and what I have to prep to get ready for all that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have Metro Last Light, Metro 2033. So good. So good. Uh, it did, until this week, include Wolfenstein and Tomb Raider. Mm. Um, what else is in there? Shit, now I have to turn on my PS4. You guys tell me about yours. Yeah, I, Metal Gear, I think, is on there for me now that you, we've kind of talked about that mm-hmm. earlier. So Metal, Metal Gear, for sure. Yeah. But there's also... Just because I'm a big Nintendo fan, and there were so many games that I didn't get a chance to play because I didn't really have a lot of video games growing up, so I really want to go back and play like Mario Galaxy, and I really want to go back and oh, play yeah. like some of the Metroid Prime games I didn't get to play, um, things like that. So if there's a lot of like, Nintendo games I want to go back on. I actually have a list actually on my phone of like ridiculous amounts of games I want to go back and play. But yeah. you go, you go for it. I'll find the list. Um, so one of mine is uh, Metro Last Light, as you said. Like, I started it, but I never finished it. Yeah, I'm But I played boat. through 2033. It's, it's incredible. Um, it's still it's, so good. Yeah. That, the 2033 is amazing, and the little bit that I played of Last Light is just like, woo! Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of that Tomb Raider situation where it's like, it takes everything from that first one, and it's just more of that thing and adding more stuff to it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, I'm trying to remember what else is... I have like a st- literally like a stack of games that I, yeah that um, Dishonored one I need to finish up and Dishonored two um, and start Dishonored two um, I need to finish Prey I'm like right at the end of Prey I need to finish that um, oh I have the uh, Batman Telltale oh series yeah right and I've been so curious I'm like I wonder I like I've been curious about it so um, there's that. Um, I know I have a lot more. I have two backlogs. I have, like, everything that I want to play. Mm-hmm. And I have that in a list. And it's hundreds of games. It's sure. like Super Metroid and Earthbound and all these, like, a backlog that includes so much shit. And then I have a folder on my PS4 of, like, this is my realistic backlog of things that I could actually complete. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of short. I have a. I have Life is Strange. Oh, it's good. Firewatch. Yeah, Overwatch. Yeah. Metro, uh, Fire, Far Cry 4, and awesome. Lords of the Fallen. I started playing Lords of the Fallen. It's... Eh. Yeah. It's, it's trying very, very hard to be Dark Souls. 
I've heard, yeah. 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 I heard it has some good gameplay mechanics, but it's... It does. It, it's, it, it, yeah. it played well enough, but it did not play as well as Dark Souls. Yeah. It's not that yeah. it's not good. It plays yeah. great. It, like, yeah. yeah. But it's just... It wasn't Dark Souls. I'd say it's fine. Yeah. 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 I wasn't crazy about it. I beat the first level. But I didn't... Like, yeah. I got it. to probably like the third or fourth boss, and I was like, um, I think I'm good. Yeah. I think I'm all right. And I'm okay with it. I actually... I learned... Or I, like... I, yeah, I guess I learned it like two or three years ago. I was like, you don't have to beat every game you start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can get a little ways into a game. It's like, yeah, I think I got everything. Like, Shadow of Mordor. I got a lot out of that game from the four or five hours I spent with it. I was like, cool. I see where the rest of this game is headed. like it a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't need to play the whole thing. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. only a handful of games. I, like, I have two in my backlog right now off the top of my head that I'm like, I'm going to go back and play these games all the way through, and I will do it. Um, I mean, Horizons are done, but that yeah. aside for a second. Um, Metro Last Light. I, I loved the first one so much. Mm-hmm. It was literally a, I don't want to play the next one immediately right now because I just love the first one and I don't want to put it all together so quickly. Yeah, I want right. to kind of space it out. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't wait for you to play Metro, honestly, Chad. It's it's really, really good. It's, yeah, it's I'm great. Excited. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one is Dishonored, too. Because, again, the first Dishonored was so good. I yeah. loved the first Dishonored. And just like Metro Last Light, I didn't want to play the second one back-to-back with it. I wanted yeah. to space them out to kind of appreciate each one distinctly mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I kind of have the opposite thing. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, once I finish Dishonored, I'm starting Dishonored 2 right away. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I kind of like that. Especially, I started I guess, Dishonored 2 right away. Okay. But yeah, I did start it right um, away. Yeah. I guess it works better in the favor of that, because Dishonored mm-hmm. 2 takes place, like, what is it, like, 10 Yeah, it's a 10 years, years later. Yeah. later. Well, like, um, the little girl in the first one, Emily, is now a playable right. character who's a total badass. Yeah. Like, um, so there's, like, a, a time gap between there. Yeah. Um, but I guess it, it, it would work... And you know, if the, there aren't a lot of video game sequels that I'm think that I can think of that are that take place like the first one ends and the second one picks up right where that one left yeah. off. Yeah, um, but if there if there was Jack one and Jack two, I think that was like a direct. I'm serious. Okay. Those are games I've wanted to play. That's actually my backlog um, too. Yeah. And there's um actually there's a, a pre-order thing for. Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. If you uh, yeah. pre-order it, you get the remaster of Jack Three on PS4. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna pre-order that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. I got a free game with a f- fucking pre-order. I'll oh, pre-order. absolutely. I was yeah. gonna get Lost Legacy anyway. Yeah, that's and what I, I want to play like, the Jack games. Yeah. so I'm on board for that. Um, that's great. And I've wanted to play those too, just because. Is I, it just three? I think so. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure. Because I think they're selling them separately. One, two, and three. Yeah, I think they are selling them separately. Interesting, but I haven't looked at too much. Into I, I see. I thought maybe. Should you have a PlayStation up right now? Can we check this? I did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe they're. And I pre-ordered this. Three, so I guess I should have access to this. Maybe game. just because. Um, it's not, uh, the the remaster's not out yet for Jack. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, gotcha. I I thought maybe it was like only three is on PS4 mm-hmm. maybe, and that's why they're offering it. Yeah. Um. Oh. So what's your strategy of getting through these games? I don't have a strategy really. You don't. It's just kind of like I want to play a game right now. What, what, I wanted to play this. Let's give it a shot right yeah. now. I don't have. Although your idea of like playing Wolfenstein before the new one comes out, like I'm going to yeah. do that for yeah. sure. But that's just going to be a part of my. Oh, I guess I should play that right now because. Yeah. That's part, I need to play that right now. That, sure. That's part of my strategy, quote-unquote, quote I guess, is, like, I'll buy a game, put it sometimes put it off for a long time if, like, other stuff comes out around the same time, um, and then this, I'll hear about the sequel, and I'm like, that looks fucking cool. Hey, I have the first game. I'm going <laughs> to play that. Um, that's one thing. Another thing that I do is, uh, like, and this is where sometimes having a backlog benefits me, or, like, going back and replaying some games, too. Yeah. 
um, is once we hit that dry spell that we're in, like, right now, like, yeah. that, which is usually in the summer, like, June, July, August, yep. usually, um, it's like, okay, I have this chunk of time, there are no new games coming out that I want right now, I'm going back and playing something old. What I get stuck in the, in the loop of, though, is that, okay... I have nothing to play at the moment, right? Like, quote-unquote, nothing to play at the moment right yeah, now. Yeah. I have tons of things I could be playing, but I'm like, mm-hmm. let's give Hitman their shot, because that's something I can play over and over yeah, and over right, again right. and still enjoy that. So I, mm-hmm. I just kind of find myself going back to those same games sometimes. Yeah. That that's what hurts the backlog for mm-hmm. me. My strategy has always been to... I have a, a growing number of games that I have to get back to, so I always like, okay, what can I beat really quickly? Let me jump mm-hmm. into a Telltale series, or let me do yeah. a Life is Strange, or something, yeah, like, something like that, yeah. so that I can get that number down. But then, over time, I'm then just left with a giant pile of huge-ass games that I'm yeah. never going to start, because yeah. it's like, that's mm-hmm. going to take way too long to get through, yep. and I'll miss so much other shit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that's the most effective so, way, or whether I'm going to reconsider that, but that's what I generally If that's your strategy, should. Metro, I don't think it was that long. No, I would say it's probably like right around 20 yeah. hours, maybe? Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. Yeah, it's Maybe a good a amount. It's it's definitely longer than our first person shooter campaign. Yeah, I w- also wouldn't consider it a first person shooter. It, it has that perspective, but it's really more of a survival game. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You shoot things, and you're in first person, but it's not a first person. You, well, you like Fallout Four things. is in a fir- is in a first person perspective. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it a first person shooter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's super good. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, for the record, yes, you do get the precursor legacy. That's the first one. Is oh, it? that's the first. That's one. the first one. Yeah. Okay. Because there's Precursor was... Legacy, then Jack Two, then Jack Three. Okay. okay. I was thinking it was the third one. Never gotcha. mind. No. You get Jack One. Um. Is that true? Is it... Yeah. It's... Well, actually, no. Wait a second. Is... Hey, Jack and Daxter. Yeah, because there's just Jack and Daxter, and then it was just Jack. They <laughs> just got rid of Daxter. Oh, Jack Two. Gotcha. Yeah. And then it's yeah. just Jack. He 3. got shafted for until he got his PSP spinoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huh, yeah. I actually like the Daxter game. That was fun. Yeah. I never played it. I, I did play that. It was good. I actually like the PSP. It was a good system. Yeah. I had a lot of shit for it. I just yeah. never played that. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. I played the shit out of that. Daxter? No, the PSP mm-hmm. when it came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I even got the PSP Go. I almost. Oh, got really? Yep. I didn't know yeah, anyone who had a PSP Go. Go. Vita's great. Um, it's really good. And, I mean, part of the reason that I want it is just to have that remote play. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also some games. Excuse me. That are on it. That I'm like, oh, like I would love to play the Gold Abyss. Yep. Gold Abyss. Uh, yeah. Uncharted Gold Abyss. Killzone Mercenary. Stuff like Surprisingly that. Surprisingly great. Also, yeah. It is. It's also just a like you can play fucking everything. You can play all those PS1 classics on it. Yeah. You can play so much good stuff on that machine that you can't for some reason play on your PS4. Yeah. Luminous is. Oh my perfect. god. Yeah. Oh, so you know Luminous. Okay. Yeah, I played it on PSP. Yeah. I got the first one on okay, PSP cool. and oh, man, that So the so Vita addictive. version though has the back touch. So you get bonus by like tapping to the beat on the oh, back and I swear that's to god. Cool. I've never played a game before and been I played games and been like, "Oh, man, time passed." I've never played a game before and been like, "Oh my god, the entire day is gone." And I was just playing yeah. a puzzle game. <laughs> like like literally like the sun went down and I'm like, Fuck! Like what yeah. happened? Yeah, it's so engrossing. Yeah, it's so good. Um, it's I think it's a perfect game. It's like up it's, there, one of my favorite. Yeah. Like it's up there, in it's my top great. five probably. It's um, so good. Another thing that I find hard with backlogs too is when I have backlogs for another system that's not the current generation. Yes. Oh yeah, it's I said say goodbye to all my so PS3 hard. shit. 
Like, there's so many things on PS3. Like, I want to. I desperately have been wanting to play Spec Ops: The Line. Oh, um, but that is such a good one. Yeah, see, and that's why. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, I need to go back and play that. Yeah. Um, and th- there are some other ones too that are on PS3 that I'm like, I need to go back and I need to play that. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting right there next to my PS4, and mm-hmm. it's like hooked up and everything. Well, see, this is an obstacle but, for me. Is I really want to go back and play some of these like old Nintendo games, mm-hmm. or I even really want to go back and play like PS2 games and stuff like that. Yeah. I have to buy a PS2. Right. That's a big hurdle to then say, like, yeah. I'm going to play this old game by yeah. buying a new... And it's well, not, like... And if you wanted to buy, like, an SNES, an example, it's, like, 90 bucks mm-hmm. to buy, like, a real SNES, not right. the mini one that's yeah. coming out, but it's um, kind of a big barrier to entry. Well, and it's even hard, too, sometimes with, like, obviously we have HDTVs now, and they don't have composite yeah, right. or whatever, so then it's, like, you got to find a special adapter to get it plugged in there, and then you're playing a... And you then know, it looks like a, trash. Yeah, exactly. You're playing a four by three ratio game on a sixteen <laughs> by nine screen, and the two big black boxes on the right and left hand side. Yeah, that's where like virtual console things that are super important, and mm-hmm. I think like Xbox is kind of taking that with the backwards compatibility. Yes, PlayStation needs to do something more yeah, definitely, for this. Definitely, and and they've started with having some of those PS one and PS two classics on uh, PS four now, but they they need more yeah and yeah um and well no i guess they they have had where the, those have also been on sale for like you could get you know final fantasy 7 for 99 cents and yeah, like, yeah why the fuck would i i have so that? many like i have the entire final fantasy series i have all of the uh resident evils and things like that the ps1 classics yeah which you can play on your ps3 or psp or ps vita mm-hmm. but for some reason not on ps4 yeah and so one day when that functionality unlocks, I'll have this whole library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have yeah. all the Mega Man's. There's, I mean, I've never honestly, even beat a Mega Man. <laughs> every publisher needs to do that. Yeah, hands down. Like throughout, throughout, you know. And I know that, that there's probably a difficulty in terms of like bringing it from Xbox software to Xbox One, mm-hmm. from PS One to PS Four, from NES to Switch. You know that kind yeah. of thing. But that also boils down to that's not my problem. Yeah, you you can. You're the ones who change yeah. your architecture every generation. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. it's obvious it can be done. Yeah, yep. we have you know Max Payne one on PS4, Dark Cloud, or even Final Fantasy, Microsoft you know? opening up backwards compatibility for Xbox and Xbox 360. They have to do some work to get those games on there, but yeah. it's yeah. possible to emulate these experiences. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Yeah. So don't don't feed me any bullshit about it's hard. No, <laughs> it, that's your and, problem. And also yep. too, it's people will spend money on that. Yeah. They just will. Yep. I mean, they're not making Jack, you know, and Daxter on the PlayStation Four because no one's gonna buy it. Exactly. <laughs> people yeah. are gonna buy this stuff. Yeah. And I think Virtual Console, go back to Nintendo again, is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. People yep. buy Mario over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Yep. But also to counter that, you shouldn't do the Nintendo thing. Where it's I, like you oh, have yeah. to buy that game again, right? Oh yeah. Able to That's buy not it. me saying they have the best solution. That's just me saying no, people no, 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 will no. pay for yeah. it. And yeah. I'm not saying that they're the only ones who who have done it yeah. too. Like I buy on my PS3, I buy. Max Payne 1, this was like years ago or whatever, because yeah. I'd never played Max Payne 1. I've only yeah. ever played 3, and 3 mm-hmm. has a lot of uh, allusions to 1, especially. Yeah. I've um, only played and 1. I wish 2 was on there. Um, Max Payne 3 is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It, it's I've heard it's fantastic. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Underrated. Were they all by Rockstar or just 3? Just 3. Well, who made yep. the first 2? Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, 
why can't I also have that on my PS4? Yeah. I have to buy it again. And granted, it's cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's and like five bucks. I'll say, this is like definitely that. an issue at the time as well. Because the architectures for the current systems are basically be the architectures going forward from here on out. Yeah. Unless yeah. there's some sort of major change in like. Right. But you know, they're more and more based on PC architecture. And you can get an emulator that runs a PlayStation 1 game on yeah. a PC real easy. Yeah. So, like, it's not always perfect, though. So, like, there's open uh, open uh, emu, I think that's what it's called, open emu for the Mac, and you can get N64 games in there. Mm-hmm. But man, like I, I got Mario 64, I was like so excited, I'm like, I want Mario 64 on this, yeah. and it doesn't quite work well because Mario can't run, he can only walk. So trying to make oh. the jumps when he can only walk is impossible. So the game was completely unplayable. Yeah, unplayable. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Huh. Because it, it's just because like the, the the way the joystick is told to move on an N sixty four is not the same way the joystick is told to move on the Pro controller that I had plugged uh, into it. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it doesn't it's not compatible in those ways. Yeah. Huh. So interesting. How yeah. weird. Last interrogative. What was the first game you remember playing? First video game you remember playing? I've told the story on here before. Have you? I, I'm pretty sure. But my first video game I remember playing was. Ocarina of Time, and I thought the game ended fighting Goma the day. Oh yeah, and then you just kind of, uh, and then after, because I didn't know what to do after that. Yeah, so kind of like yeah, that's the end of the game. Now I'm just in this giant field that I can wander in. <laughs> like, <laughs> great, great. Yeah. Um, mine's actually the original Super Mario Brothers on NES. Yeah, my dad bought it from. It was his referee partner at the time. Uh, he bought, got it from him. Yeah, and we played su- the first Super Mario Brothers on there. Um, and then it eventually broke, and then the SNES came out like very like at that exact same time. So we we're yeah. like, oh, they can get a SNES. A lot of my earliest ones were my family played the Nintendo NES a lot, mm-hmm. and my earliest memory was four player, my brother and my parents playing Gauntlet Two. Oh my god! And it was you know it's the endless maze. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I was absolutely awful at it because I only really like remember it in little snapshots I sure. don't actually remember like in full blown memories but I'm sure it was awful and the whole time they were like keep up what are you doing yeah. getting killed left and right and things <laughs> like that but that's the first thing I remember playing is Gauntlet 2 with my family yeah. on our NES I think two of my just this is even like first game I played there's like two uh-huh. cool memories I have which is like being a kid and because I was thinking to myself, like, I didn't really have a lot of, like, parental involvement in the video games. They didn't really, like, they weren't there mm-hmm. for me. But I do have yeah. two examples where, like, my parents were there with me. Yeah. One was my, my dad and I went to Best Buy when we each got our own Game Boy Color. And we each got, he got Oracle of Seasons, I got Oracle of Ages. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. the Zelda version. So that was a really, really cool moment. And then I remember a little while later when the Game Boy Advance is out, I met my stepmom and she wanted to, like, do something nice for me. She went to Best Buy and she's like, you can get one of these two games. You can either get... Legends of Links of the Past or this like Barbie dress up game. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna go with Zelda Links of the Past. She goes, Okay, Barbie. And she put Zelda back on the shelf and started walking up to the cashier <laughs> with Zelda. And I was oh like, What are you like? No! You see where I get my sense of humor from now. That's yep. funny. Yeah. Um, that's another interesting thing, too, with how popular uh, and mainstream games have gotten recently, too, is like, I never played video games with my dad mm-hmm. hardly at all. I mean, yeah. I did probably here and there, but. Once we got into PS1 and N64, yeah. nope, he was out. <laughs> yeah, my parents yeah. stopped at the Super Nintendo. Yeah, and it was like... From was the, it the... Oh, it was really... Uh, no, they played Donkey Kong Country. Oh, yeah, yeah at, they, they, okay, they, they, and then N64, they got, they yeah, like, joysticks okay. freaked yeah. them out. Yeah. Um, but it's like now you hear so much about people being like, oh, you know, when I have a kid, their first video game is going to be X. Yep, yeah, you know, totally. Which is so interesting to, yeah. just to see how the, the culture's evolved that way. Absolutely. That now, 
Well, like, I'm going to, like, not that I'm thinking about kids in my life in any way, shape, or form right now, <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm going to sit down and play, uh, you know, a Mario game or a Zelda game, mm-hmm. or, like, when he gets older, show him Uncharted and, like, or, Last of Us, yeah. as just like I would show him Star Wars. Exactly, yeah. Did you just assume and, your hypothetical future kid's child's gender? I, oh. I said I wasn't, I'm sorry, I was being non conformist oh, and I fell through on Wow. You did. Uh, also, if you'd like to bear uh, he or she children, or whatever they want, please email the podcast. If you'd like to be a surrogate, uh, uh, but yeah, that's funny. Too. Well, and it's just like being able to watch them experiencing like Last mm-hmm. of Us or yeah. Metal yeah. Gear or something yep. for the first time. Yep. There's my dad didn't watch me. I pl- Metal Gear Solid Four. I played like the last seventy five percent of that game mm-hmm. like in one sitting. Uh huh. And my dad watched almost all of it as I played it. Yeah. He was like, that was a really cool, like, movie-like thing. I was like, yeah. In this, in the but same he way, would never do it himself because he's terrified right. of joysticks and how games control now. And, my mm-hmm. parents get really motion sick watching games, though. So, like, they wouldn't even be able to watch The Last of Us. Like, I think my dad would m- like to see that story play out. Yeah. But he could not handle the motion sickness. I tried to show him Uncharted 4 and I went to go visit him. Like, I brought my PS4 and I'm like, you gotta see this. It's amazing. Yeah. He's a huge Indiana Jones fan. I'm like, dude, you're gonna fucking love this. You're gonna shit your, yeah. you're gonna shit your pants when you see this. And he's like, I can't look at the screen. He couldn't look at it at all. Yeah. Because it just made him sick. Speaking huh. of motion sickness, you know what? My entire family did go apeshit over Rush of Blood VR. Did they oh, really? Yeah. They, yeah. I feel like I'm the like, only one who doesn't care for that. <laughs> I, I never touched it or anything. We... we yeah. We were at Disney, and I brought my VR headset so everyone could try it. And one of the time, we didn't, we couldn't hook it up to the TV for some reason, so no one could see what everyone was. Oh, that's out hilarious! About. So one of the time, they just put on the headset, screamed like crazy, shooting shit. Ah! That's so and of that's course all the nieces and nephews that don't know what's going on and shouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I want to play. They step in front of the camera, but yeah, they were all like, "Oh my god, that is so cool!" Yeah, yeah. lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Alright guys, that's it for this week's episode of Split Screen Gaming Podcast. Follow us on all the social medias. Send us your feedback. Send us some anger out and then interrogatives. I had a baby stroke. Happy New Year. <laughs> um, uh, Josh, thanks again for joining us. You are officially the most Anytime. visited guest on our podcast. Yeah! In 19 <laughs> episodes, you've shown up twice. Mm-hmm. I will show up more times. That's pretty oh, awesome. Yes. Uh, Josh, what do you want to what do you want to plug? Your life? Are you in a show? Do you have a website that you run? Do you? He's want running for president in 2027. Yeah, actually, work? yeah. Uh, bring you lunch. D- uh, d- I got no plugs. No plugs. Yeah, I'm that hair is all natural. No hair. Individual. Plugs. <laughs> 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 I'm not plugged up. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, you can actually see me on. I'm going to plug my show here. Okay. The Split Screen Gaming Podcast. If oh. you want to catch me on there. Oh, where I've can they find that? that? I don't know. Nice. Good job. Me too. (laughs) Cool, guys. Uh, I love you all. You're not smelly.